If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, a sex and relationship podcast. Where I am, Beth. I'm Brian. And we are discussing all of your favorite sex and relationship topics of the world. Absolutely. And you know what we haven't said in a while, Brian? What's that? We're two best pals. Oh, yeah. We haven't said that in a long time. (laughs) Brian and I have been best friends for a few years now. And, uh, yeah, we have been doing this for a few years now, which is cool. And we're Um, not fucking. And we are not fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Brian is a lovely girlfriend. I am single for now. We'll see what happens once I move, but... Also, there's like eight states in between us. Yeah. I am currently in North Carolina, but as of the next show that we record after this, well, that I record after this, I will be a Rhode Islander. Say that again? Rhode Islander. Rhode Islander. (laughs) I got to start getting the New England accent. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Rhode Islander, but they say Islander. 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 The Pac the Ka and Harvard Yag. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the walmart parking lot the walmart parking lot <laughs> real kennedy like <laughs> right <laughs> dara the explorer <laughs> say chowda um, say chowda <laughs> everyone that finds out that i'll be right next to Pawtucket, rhode island is like oh my god there's a real Pawtucket." <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. from family guy yeah yeah is yeah. there really a Pawtucket brewery I have no idea. Or is that Sam Sam Adams? Is that supposed to be? No, Sam Adams is in Boston. In Boston. Yeah. I will be in Providence. Gotcha. Boston is in Massachusetts, which will only be 45 minutes away. So, you know. That'll be nice. I know. I can't wait to go to Salem on Halloween. Oh, that would be badass. Are you going to be there before Halloween? Yeah. Holy shit. I am. I am. uh, Hurricane Bethany is touching down on the 22nd. Nice. You know that's where the um, where where the uh, bath uh, the Baphomet statue is housed. Is it really? Like, like permanently? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, they bring it out, you know, to racist Christian towns. That, I love uh, it. <laughs> I love it. On, a, on occasion, they put it on a trailer and bring it out, but I'm for the most part, it. I'm gonna follow it on tour like I was a white teenager and it was fish. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so our last episode, if you did not catch it, was about sex toy reviews. Yeah, which and was a blast and super hilarious. And oh my god, I was fucking crying laughing. I, Even listening back to it, I was just like, oh my god, these people. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't really, infor- it was sort of informative, but the sex toy reviews that we did were just the best ones that I was able to find on the mm-hmm. internet in terms of hilarity. So. Right. I'm sure you there's thousands to. out there that we could. I could have made. I, like, I'm telling you what, I spent maybe 15 or 20 minutes on each website of three websites, barely. Uh huh. And I didn't even get to, like, the. Yeah. I did not spend that much time researching that. And it could have gone on forever because there's thousands oh. and thousands. So, yeah. My stupid phone charger is freaking out. I hate it. Is Let's it see if this that works. Weird noise? Well, I meet at the computer, but every once in a while it says, like, do you trust this computer? Yes, trust oh, it. Do yeah. you trust this computer? <laughs> Just say no, and then it'll stop. 
But then will it charge? I, I, yes. Maybe. Oh, okay. It does. Because I do that at work all the time on my work phone. So. Gotcha. Speaking of trust, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Segway Brian. Oh, look at that. Um, but for now, like if you guys like sex toy reviews, you could leave us a review. Yeah. On iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Facebook. Check out our Facebook. For sure. It's lit. It's full of dank memes. I love it. Yeah, my new friend David, he is like my new Brian football buddy on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, he is like, we became friends over dank memes and football one Sunday. And I was like, Dave, you don't have to listen to the show. Just check out the dank memes. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is fucking dank memes for days. Yeah. So, <laughs> so much yeah. fun. Yeah, you'll love it. Even if you don't listen to the show, which you are now, so never mind. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> but if you are listening to the show and you don't like the Facebook Go over there and like it. Leave us a review. Um, also, if leaving reviews is not enough for you, you can become a patron. A, pa- a patron? Patron? Pa- a Patreon. I don't a know. Pat- a patron. Patron? Patron. Sure, patron. You can be a patron at Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash frankenbeans, all spelled out. And for as low as $3, you can get... Yes. A beer crack in your honor. Do we have any this week, Beth? We do, as a matter of fact. Um, Our Patreon sponsor for this week is Sunburst Realty in Waynesville, North Carolina, specifically Amy Spivey, who was helping me sell my house. Uh, Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Sunburst Realty in Waynesville, North Carolina, Amy Spivey will help you get your shit. Actually, you want to know something crazy? Yeah. She, She thinks, you've been to my house, Brian, right? Yeah. How much do you think my house would probably run? Just a ballpark, total ballpark. Oh, man. I don't know, North Carolina. I would say... It's a one-bedroom, so, you know, it's not going to be... 70, 80? Okay. Guess how much she thinks she's going to start listing it at. How much? Uh, 142. No shit. Yeah, because she's like, it photographs beautifully. You oh, you know the accidental fire pit that I made in the backyard after I pulled the pool up? Because yeah. like, the grass was all fucked up in a perfect circle. Yeah. I turned it into a fire pit, and she's like, oh, this is fabulous. This is fabulous. How did you do this? And I was like, lots of hard work, and not accidentally, Amy. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> it's a real day-to-night lookout here, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, Amy Spivey and Sunburst Realty. You can find her at a Spivey, S-P-I-V-E-Y, at sunburstrealty.com. Right on. That was a long plug for $3. If I know, you right? want to get in on that, if you want to tell somebody happy birthday, if you want to something, if you want to tell somebody fuck tell you. Over 85,000 people to hear a fuck you to someone? Yeah. That's yeah. $3. That is well worth it. Yeah, for sure. Somebody ghosted you? You want to you want to out them out. on the show? Mm, 3 bucks. We're cheap. You get pleasure out of that. Yeah, we do. We might even Facebook stalk them, make fun of them on the show for oh, free. Oh, we'd love to do that. <laughs> we should make that a whole Patreon episode where we just like... Oh, I like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, besides the reviews and the Patreon, you can always oh, email us. Oh, but also us. on Patreon, oh. what else can they get, Brian? Oh, man. You can get creepy basement-made t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Custom Brian Fruit Original Tees Totes. Koozies, whatever you want, he will make. I'm it. I'm gonna take a break from koozies for a little while. Yeah, after that wedding <laughs> one, I don't blame you. <laughs> oh, and they're not done either. There's another oh, side gross. that needs to go on them. Well, I it's... hope they have fun with their COVID party. 
<laughs> put happy COVID on the bottom. Nice happy know- COVID. Nice knowing you on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's t-shirts that I make. Uh, you can also check out I Know a Guy Printing and Apparel on Facebook. I think I'm going to have an Etsy store soon just to have like a web page. Yeah. Fully, fully. <clears throat> um, stickers, magnets, um, pins, Beth autographed panties. Like, what do yeah. you want? We'll sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan autographed panties. Go for it. <laughs> I need some new ones. So I cannot guarantee the condition of your. <laughs> Brian autograph panties. It's okay. That is okay. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions or comments, ideas for the shows, um, you can email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. And that's free. Free 99, baby. Free 99. Come get that free (laughs) advice. All right. Well, Brian, are you ready for the fuck yeah news story of the week? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, this week, it seems like a fuck no, but you know us, so it's a fuck yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Louisiana Archbishop blasts demonic sex act in church, orders altar burned and removed. (laughs) Was this the guy who got caught with two dominatrix? Dominatrixes? Is that the plural? <laughs> I don't know. Dominatrixes? I don't know. But hang on. We're about to find out. So here okay. we go. Uh, the Archbishop of New Orleans on Friday called the report of an alleged sex act between a priest and two women inside a church demonic and ordered the altar removed from the church and burned, he said. All right. Meanwhile, a Louisiana lawyer representing the two women linked to the alleged threesome called their arrests appalling. Wait, why were they arrested? Okay. Um, the fact that is... The fact, the fact that this involved a priest or took place in a church is completely irrelevant, Attorney Bradley Phillips said. According to the New Orleans Advocate, he represents the two women, Mindy Dixon. Oh, shit. Sorry, this freaking... Damn it. That's freaking ad popped up. Okay. Oh. Uh, sorry, I know. It's like, wait, hold on. What is this, 1998? Auto's, right, AutoZone. I don't need to know. <laughs> the people need to know about this right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, so yeah, the fact that, uh, this involved a priest or took place in a church is completely irrelevant. Attorney Bradley Phillips said, according to the New Orleans advocate, he represents the two women, Mindy Dixon, 41, and Melissa Chang, 23, who were accused of having sex with the Reverend Travis Clark, 37, in Pearl River, northwest of New Orleans. I understand that people may be upset by this situation, but that does not make this conduct illegal or criminal in any way. The lawyer said, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm saying. I believe that they were hired. Yeah, could be. But a witness called police September 30th after seeing Clark through a window in the St. Peter's and Paul, St. Peter and Paul Roman Catholic Church in a state of undress on the altar, authorities have said. The priest was seen with two high-heeled corseted women. Oh, yeah, definitely strip prostitutes. (laughs) While he was partially dressed in priestly attire. The witness had become suspicious when the church lights were seen on late at night. The witness recorded the incident and showed it to the police. Okay, so I guess because churches are like a public place. Because, you know, like, you know how people can go into a church basically any time of day? Yeah. 
Like, yeah, so, okay, I get that maybe, like, it's, like, a probably, like, public indecency, I would say, is the best that they got these people on, right? Oh, the yeah, three were later arrested on obscenity charges for having obscenity. sex within view of the public. Okay. Because the altar can be seen through windows and glass doors. Okay, so that part of it is fuck no. But fuck yeah for this priest for A. Oh, I think we should be <laughs> celebrating the guy for being the first priest not caught fucking kids. Amen. <laughs> Amen, right? And then B, these people were just trying to have a good time, man. Yeah. Um, I, I think if Why this is the story. Why are you through windows, you little creep? Right? Where's the trespass? Well, like you said, with the public property, but. But it's not even nope. like there was that he walked in the doors because he was there to pray late at night over a dead loved one. No, he was peeping through the windows, mm. recording it with his phone. What a Who's bastard. Who's the creep here? Who is the no creep? doubt. I want to say, um, if this is the same case, they were both dominatrix, dominatrixes, dominatri. I don't know. Correct us on our Facebook. Yes, please do. Um, and one of them was kind of hot. Like I'm guessing they were it was both the 20- actually pretty hot. Yeah, I didn't realize that one of them was in her 40s, but I'm guessing the one that was... They both anyway. look good, girl. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, so fuck yeah, ladies. Get out of there. Hey, you know what? We should start a GoFundMe for them. Oh, 100%. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Cool, are you ready to get to today's topic? Oh, yeah. We've been oh, talking this- about doing this one for a while. We have. And it's a pretty pretty common thing that happens with couples, and it is jealousy. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. So jealousy can be defined as the vigilant maintaining or guarding of something. Ooh. And you know, I thought that was an interesting thing to point out, because jealousy, like if you, th- before reading that, how would mm-hmm. you just describe jealousy? I don't know that I could. Like, yeah, like, I, I would think of like being paranoid, it. being paranoid without having a reason to be, or but you know that's not right either. Right. It's like ooh, like it's just a feeling that you know. Yeah. So no, well, that's a really you, good. Right. But <laughs> right. <laughs> More like jealousy of like someone else's team is winning, or like, <laughs> some dude has a better beard than you. Like that would be where you feel jealousy. Well, yeah, and, you know, to bring it outside of sex and relationships, that's a great way to put it. A vigilant maintaining or guarding of something. Right. You know, I remember growing up and, like, my dad and the guy across the street, they would have, like, Christmas light showdowns. And, yep. <laughs> yep. I love and it. it was, oh, he's got, a new, he's got a new snowman. We need to go get a new santa claus that's 10 feet tall oh you know? i'm insane about having a i'm insane about having the best yard on the block like yeah. yeah and you're just maybe you're not jealous but you are definitely vigilant vigilantly oh, look, maintaining I'm, I'm jealous of the retired people down the block who have like a way better one than me they have like the crazy fucking like hydrangea bushes and all it's just like okay who has time for that if you're not retired <laughs> Susan. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I am jealous of their lawn, but that's why I hate them because I'm just jealous that I want to have. I'm vigilantly trying to maintain or guard my position as the best lawn on the block. Absolutely, and if you're not trying to maintain or guard your Christmas lights or your lawn, jealousy is normally to want to guard the people you love. Exactly. Yeah. 
And that's what my mind goes to when I hear jealousy. Is yeah. There's love and feelings and all that other stuff Right, involved. yeah, that's what you first think of when you think of jealousy. Yeah. Uh, but there's a difference between feeling jealous and exhibiting unhealthy, jealous behaviors. Bingo. Interesting. Bingo, yeah. So, you know, like we said, jealousy is something that we feel come on when we think or feel the potential to lose or have something taken we love away. You know, like something we love, the potential for it to be taken away or to lose it, right? Yes. Because we're guarding it in that sense. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, normally we can pretty easily dismiss these feelings on our own, right? Like, okay, the fact of the matter is, Brian, you're not really a jealous dude. But if you saw some, like, hot-looking dude hitting on Nicole at a bar, you'd be like, whoa, I don't like that. Sure, absolutely. You know, so that would be a jealous feeling. And you could dismiss that because you know that she's a good girl and she's not going to go, like, fucking home with that dude that night, right? Right, right. But unhealthy jealous behavior happens when we indulge that feeling and act impulsively from a place of suspicion and insecurity. You know, Uh I think that's the other part of it, too, is that you're not an insecure guy. You know what I mean? Like, you know that you're a great guy. You know you have a lot to offer. So, you know, the insecurity part of it, I think, is the biggest part. You know, like, suspicion is one thing, because suspicion is more about what comes from that person and what they're displaying and exhibiting. Yes. But insecurity is the part of it that's inside you. So there's those two components, suspicion, what they're causing, and insecurity that you're causing. I think with suspicion, too, a lot has to do with your perception of the situation. True. That's true, too. But also people are in control. Like, she could just keep flirting with that guy because she wants to make you jealous. You know what I mean? Not that she would. I'm just using your relationship as an example. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. But also, like, my perception of the situation. Let's say I'm across the room. He goes, Hey, can I buy you a drink? She says, no, thanks. And I'm like, what are you doing? Talk to this bro. Exactly. Exactly. Bingo. You're suspicious. All of a sudden that is her doing and not his. Right. And it would be my perception that builds that suspicion. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're already into this. I like it. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we experience insecurity in our relationships, Jealousy can grow into paranoia and obsession, Mm -hmm. which can then actually threaten to destroy the relationship we're so afraid to lose. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. I had an ex-boyfriend that used to get so fucking jealous all the time, especially when he drank. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was so annoying because like. I am a good girl, right? I, you know, yeah. we've talked about this before. I've only ever cheated on one person my whole life. I was 21 years old and he deserved it. Yes. You know, go back to like the cheating episode if you want to hear more about that story and why that's a justified thing that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I would never cheat on someone. It's stupid to me. Why even be in a relationship if you have interest in being with other people, right? Sure. To me, there's no point. Like, there's no point in cheating. So when someone starts acting like that with me, I get pissed and offended because I'm like, you think that I would do that? You honestly think I would do that? That's like offensive to me. Well, and I get the same way. Like, and and I've already have like a guilty conscience for some reason. mm -hmm. Um, So that does not help a thing when I get accused of something that I didn't do. Right. Yeah, you do not like that one bit. (laughs) Not one bit. (laughs) No. Um, So why do we feel jealous, right? Um, So jealousy, at its core, is a byproduct of fear, 
right? Mm-hmm. Fear, fear of either loss, the loss of that person or that thing, or the fear of not being good enough. Which goes back to that suspicion versus insecurity thing. It goes back to the definition where we say it's, you know, we're protecting something. Yeah. The reason we feel that way is the fear of the loss of that thing. The fear of not being good enough. That's, yep, that makes it, sense. Exactly. So, essentially, our feelings of inadequacy or feeling of inferi- inferiority is at the root of that. Makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. This was my ex-wife and i think it was i mean it was all of these things rolled up into a a ugly ball of a person (laughs) (laughs) i would agree to that (laughs) um yeah it was like you didn't do the dishes today who were you fucking no no well no one um i didn't do the dishes today because i didn't fucking feel like it and i I didn't fucking feel like it and it Have doesn't you mean ever I was done the dishes? Fucking... It sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, not fun. Is there anyone even that with wants a dishwasher? The <laughs> yeah, even with a dishwasher, it's like this is gross and nasty. And no, for me, it's not about doing this; it's about putting them away. But that's with everything. Like I hate doing laundry. Oh, I don't yeah. mind doing it and folding it, but putting it back where it goes, no, it just stays in the hamper till one of us dies. <laughs> right. I have like forty <laughs> t-shirts lying over a computer, a desk chair. <laughs> Three feet from me right now, right. which is, it's funny because it's also three feet away from the closet where it needs to go, and there it sits. <laughs> Until one of you dies. <laughs> right. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, so what does jealousy look like? The first time we see jealousy flare up in our partner, we may see it as cute and think, wow, this person must really love me. Is that true? I think so. I think probably women feel that more than men do. Okay. Because, like, sometimes, you know, I feel like women are more insecure in general, and that's totally societal. It's not, like, it's not, like, a sexist thing of me saying that. Sure. obviously I'm the biggest feminist in the world. But the world sets us up to be at competition with each other, to always have to look good. It's the reason why there's an entire hair and makeup and fashion industry, because... Our yes. whole thing is to be, not, it's set up to make us feel not good enough, right? So yeah. when a guy is like, oh, you know, you know, some other guy is interested in you and I care about that. It's like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like he actually cares, mm. you know, so it might satisfy that little bit of insecurity to help you know that like, oh, that's cute. He just really loves me, you know, like, cause if someone didn't care, if some other dude was hitting on you, you'd probably be like, well, why doesn't he care? Right. You know what I mean? Okay, so, like, I guess I can see first, that. At first, you can kind of feel that way, right? Maybe it's just a little thing. Like, okay, like let's say, like, okay, if I ever get a boyfriend, <laughs> and he was like, oh, Brian's your best friend, you know, like, it would be like, oh, okay, that's cute. But obviously, Brian and I are never, like, friend zone for life, brother and sister. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We have t-shirts yeah, made we by literally- one of our... Our, our favorite fan. Our favorite fan, Amanda. We love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Mine says, I'm with my sister. And mine says, I'm with my brother on the back. It has the Frank yeah. Muniz logo on the front. Because we were tired of cock blocking each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so she, made us, she made us the brother-sister shirts that we have talked about endlessly on the show in the first few episodes. So Yeah. Cool. So um, also what it could look like, a suspicious partner hunting for evidence of cheating. Yeah, this is the going through someone's phone. The, I don't know, you know, oh, this is a good example of this. Oh, my God. So the guy that I moved to Champaign, Illinois for, right, which was two hours south of Chicago, Mm -hmm. um, when I, he worked for the railroad and 
he, so he was very busy all the time at work. Worked like 60 to 80 hours a week, right? Well, yeah. when I moved down there for him, I wasn't just going to like stay at home and wait for him to get off work. Like, no, I'm a social person. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have friends. Like, I'm going to do my thing, right? Yeah. So I would always like invite him to come and hang out with me and my friends, right? So he would always be like, no, I'm not interested, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Well, I'm still going to go out. Okay. Mm-hmm. There were three different times that I caught him in Champagne out where I was at, like hiding on the other side of the room. What the fuck? To like make sure I wasn't doing anything wrong because some of the people I hang out with were dudes. Then fast forward. And the time that actually made me break up with him is that me and my champagne friends were going up to Chicago for Halloween. We were going to meet up Laura and we were going to go down to this club where my friend uh, was the manager, Buzz My Club in Chicago, Illinois. It's right next to Coyote Ugly. So shout out to Buzz. (laughs) And I don't know if he still works there or not. But anyway, he's (laughs) like my buddy and he was like, I'm going to get you guys. You and all your friends can get in for free. You'll get free happy hour for the first hour that you guys are there. You know, VIP booth, but not cool. Cool, cool. So my friends from Chicago, my best friend, oldest friend from Chicago is meeting us up. And my new cool three champagne friends are coming up and it's going to be a blast, right? So I'm like, Chad, if you want to come up. Yeah, of course his name was Chad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Chad, it would be great if you wanted to come up and spend this like day in at Halloween with me and my friends, right? You know, Mm -hmm. Laura, you love her. You'll be you'll have a friend that, you know, you know, and he's like, no, I don't want to go. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, let's just say that um, this is in my early 20s. So, uh, yeah, there were hallucinogenic drugs involved that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and um, well, uh, we get to the club. It is Halloween. Everyone is in costumes. And we have just, you know, eaten like a couple of little mushroom gaps. No big deal. Um, and so we're starting to see shit and feel pretty good after the first hour, right? Yeah. Uh, when all of a sudden my friend who's the manager is like, oh, Beth, I don't mean to alarm you, but there is a gentleman on the other side of the bar that has been, is in a scary mask and has been staring at you guys for some time. Oh. And I am like, okay, I bet I know what this is. So I immediately go over there, rip the fucking mask off and surprise, like a Scooby-Doo moment. It's like, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. I was going to say, you meddling kids. Yeah, literally. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me right now. And he's like, I came up here to surprise you. I'm like, no, the fuck you did not. No, you that did not. That is way too much effort for me. All Why wouldn't he just come with drive. you? Thank you. Why? Why? Because he was jealous and he wanted to make sure I wasn't doing anything wrong. He was a suspicious partner hunting for evidence of cheating. That's crazy talk. Oh, Why wouldn't he just go it. with you? So we immediately left. I was like, nope, this ain't happening. We're going back to the hotel. We're going to trip our balls off there. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and that will be it. And then I got home. And as soon as I got home, I packed all of my shit up. And I moved in with my friend who was like, yeah, I have a spare room. You can just hang out here until you get your shit figured out. That is insane. Isn't that insane? Totally insane. Oof. That's some like Mark Wahlberg scary oh, movie. Oh, completely. It gets what was the name of that movie? Too. Oh, uh, Fear. Fear. Yeah. So, since he came up empty, rather than feel satisfied, did he vent his frustration through any of these variety of methods? Uh, The answer's already yes. Oh, not all of them, but some, yes. Um, Did he break down 
your his significant other's self-esteem with accusations? Mm, yes. Well, he didn't break down my self-esteem because that's impossible. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I'm totally full of myself. But totally um, had the accusations. Yeah, the heavy accusations. Uh, yeah. 100%. Did he blame you for any other things? Yes, he blamed me because I wouldn't believe that he was just there to surprise me. Um, mm. Yeah. How about name calling? Did he call you names? No, no name calling because he is a giant pussy. So okay, good for him. Uh, threats, maybe of leaving or no, no, because yeah. I lived with him, so I just left the house. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, how about emotional abuse or physical? No, abuse? no, this is where it no. ends. Yeah, because okay, he definitely gotcha. like again. It really like there was one other weird thing after that where I got home, I'm packing all my stuff, and like he had at this point has the nerve to bring up that. Um, <laughs> this is just the funny end of the story. Okay. So, uh, after this has all happened, he's sure. already proven that he's like a jealous psycho, right? Uh, he was like, so I had one other thing that I wanted to talk to you about. I'm like, okay, <laughs> do tell. So I used to journal a lot. I don't really anymore. Cause now comedy is more like the journaling that I do. Right. But back then I used to just journal out my feelings and things that happened. And one of the things, like one of the oldest journals I have was a hundred percent, a list of all the dudes I fucked right <laughs> at the back of this journal. Oh, yeah. At the back of this journal is my list. Now, when Chad and I first started dating, he asked my number. And of course I lied because <laughs> you don't mm. really want to know the answer to that. Like I knew that his, there's not a good answer to I, that. There's never yeah, a good answer. I knew that, that his number was probably around four maximum and mine was well, double digits. We'll say that much. And so <laughs> right. I, I think I said maybe seven or eight just to make it seem like, well, it's definitely more than you, but not like horrendous right but also don't yeah. any, don't ask anybody that unless you want to know the answer so anyway never so he says he has the nerve to say well you know i was putting away your laundry the other day and oh. i kept this journal at the bottom of a drawer full of sweaters right and he's like mm -hmm. oh whoops this journal just popped out and landed on the floor on the back page where you have <laughs> this list out. of dudes names which, by the way, hmm. had stars by one night stands. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for the star equals one night stands. <laughs> like, or the meddling yeah, kids. Or the meddling kids, yeah. But I was like, okay, first of all. So he's like, so you lied to me about your number? And I said, first of all, you don't know what that list is. That could be hookups. Oh, that could be kisses. It says nothing about, I mean, obviously it was the number of dudes I fucked, but... Like, I was like, that has nothing to do with you. Because it was more, obviously, than the number that I had told him. And I'm like, are mm -hmm. you really, A, even going to try to act like that just, oops, slipped and fell out of the bottom of a fucking drawer of sweaters? That you were even putting my laundry away to begin with. And this is the time you choose to confront me about it after I just showed what a jealous psycho you were by driving two hours to stalk me? Yeah, weird. Oh, it was so yeah. weird. It was so weird. So, mm. yeah. So... Uh, I was like, I am out. <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah. Me and all those yeah. sweaters that you were, and the journal full of, you know, information <laughs> are out of here. Yikes. So it never got to these escalated points, but it, I, it definitely can get to these escalated points. Do you think it would have? No, because he was a pussy. Like no. I said, okay. he would have never hit gotcha. me. He would have never threatened me. He just wanted me to stay. He wanted me to stay around and just be his trophy wife, and that was never going to happen, so... I cannot understand driving two hours to go to something that you were invited to to just I can't try imagine, to catch you up in something. I can't imagine like, getting caught three times in town already and then oh still doing that. 
Mm. Are you insane? Yes, you're insane. That's the answer. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So how do we prevent this from happening, right? Okay. So there are are definitely identifying red flags of jealousy that you can keep an eye out for, right? Okay. Um, Okay. So number one is they're not just excited to see you. They're insistent. Interesting. So there's a difference between like, oh my God, I can't wait to see you. And you need, I need to see you tonight. You will be hanging out with me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two, you're required to check in. Mm. That means I don't trust you. Right. Yeah. Um, There are rules about who you can talk to. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. like, let's say, like, let's pretend again. I'm not, I don't mean to keep using your relationship, but like, let's pretend that Nicole was like, no, you can't talk to Beth anymore. Like, A, never gonna happen. But B, (laughs) not gonna happen. (laughs) But B, like, that would be like, you know, she, you know, let's pretend she was jealous of our friendship and, you know, she just thought you're spending too much time with me. So you weren't allowed to talk to me anymore. That would be like a situation like this. Like, This has never happened to me, but I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people. Um, Okay, they're suspicious, obviously. Again, if they start, Mm -hmm. if you kind of start to hear them, you know, tiptoe around these accusations. Right. Um, uh, They're possessive. Again, this could be even just your regular friends. Like, this could be like, okay, uh, well, like, again, I don't mean to keep using you guys, but what if, like, Nicole's like, you can't go to dart tournament anymore. You know, like, she's possessive. She has to have you all the time or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, she's not suspicious of you. She lets you go and do your thing on the nights that you want to do your own thing. She's not possessive and weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, They have... Also the schedule. Yeah, also the schedule. (laughs) See, I'm telling you that schedule is... I I mean, it's it's worked wonders. Uh, Eight months already. That's what I'm saying. saying. I never yeah. thought in a million years I would we would be having this conversation where you're eight months in and just like good great grand with everything. So proud of you. No. Proud of you. you figured it out. <laughs> Have you known me to do anything for eight literally months besides no. this podcast? Literally no. <laughs> literally no. <laughs> like okay. Mm. Um, they have a quick temper. Ah. So yeah, maybe they're just real quick to judgment and temper and anger. Um mm-hmm. they monitor your communications. Big one, yeah. big one. Again, they want to go through your phone. They don't like that your phone. Who are you texting? They don't like that your phone is locked. Yeah, the who are you texting? If you're just sitting there at home watching TV, and you're texting someone, yeah. most of the time it's probably you. And I'm sharing memes or like, ha ha ha, this is hilarious. <laughs> look what happened to Right, but it, but at the same time, like I'm like, oh, Beth sent me this meme. Look at it. You yeah. know. Well, and that's just I mean, it is like, you know, we send each other like, especially we used to even be worse about it, but we'll send each other like 75 fucking text messages a day. And it's always either like show related stuff or memes or just like people we know stuff. or football stuff. Yeah, there's like a million things that we have to talk about every day. So it's not yeah. like it's just, you know, like it's not like we're just like, oh, my God, I you know, I'm talking to Brian because I like talking to him. It's like, oh, my God, this is actually something like substantial that I'm sharing with you. So, like, you know, right. if someone's like, oh, well, why can't you find that thing that Brian sent you? Do you really text each other that much? Yeah, we fucking do. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like we're partners in essentially a business. So that's a one thing, you know, B, we're. Yeah. We're best friends and see, like, we like all the same things. We know all the same people. So there's like a million things for us to always be talking about. Yeah, absolutely. But I kind of think that like, 
I, I feel like monitoring your communications needs to go deeper because I don't feel like it's such a bad thing to just be like, who, who are you texting? There's a way to say it to where you don't sound jealous. Right. But it's just kind of like, if I'm up to, if I'm texting you, I have no problem going, I'm texting Beth. Exactly. Look at this meme she just sent yeah, me. Yeah, you know? for sure. So that one's kind of, that one's kind of a gray area, I think. I well, I think it's more obsessively monitoring your communications regularly. Like, if you Fair. notice a pattern of someone constantly monitoring your communications isn't just who you're texting, who are you texting? Because that's a natural question, yeah. you know, especially if you're kind of hanging out. It's a Wednesday night. You're hanging out with her. That's her night. And if you're obsessively sitting there over on your phone and not talking to her, you yeah. know what I mean? Then I could get that that would be like okay, now I really kind of want to see what who you're texting more. Or she's going to start looking at it herself while you're in the bathroom. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Or she, like, logs into your Facebook on your laptop. Or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there would be, there's a lot more to monitoring your communications because your communications isn't just your texts. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And asking, like, who you're texting, I don't, that's not really monitoring your communications. That makes more sense. Right. Or, like, your Facebook. Like, oh, who's this girl that liked your whatever? Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, your communications is all of your communications throughout mm-hmm. the day. So, okay. Uh, they are emotionally intense. Yeah. That's a huge red flag. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get that we're amazing and people fall in love with us desperately very quickly. But... <laughs> If you're emotionally intense about everything, all the other little red flags, it's a red flag. So, Mm -hmm. also check out the episode on red flags, because it is hilarious. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. One of our best ones. One of our better ones. Uh, Top five, I think, still. But, um, okay. Mm -hmm. And finally, you noticed your partner came on strong right from the beginning. Yeah. So, that's a red flag. Yeah, always a red flag. Not just for jealousy, Mm -hmm. but... For sure, yeah. For many other things. If you're like, especially when you're at our age, if you're not easing into this shit, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at this age, I'm like, I've been burned enough where I'm like, whoa, we got to slow into this. I'm not going to get my hopes up about jack shit. We're just going to fucking play it cool and see how this goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, you as the person dealing with the jealousy or the jealous partner, how can you deal with this? You can, number one, figure out what you're really afraid of. Rather than rush to anger at your partner, identify what you are really angry about and why. Exactly. Why are you afraid to lose this thing that is not in jeopardy of being lost if you weren't a jealous asshole? Right. Kind of just take a minute. Okay. Why do I feel like I need to look through his text messages? Sure. Okay. A, if you already feel that to begin with, boom, there's a problem already. I agree. And we've said this a million times. If we've said it once, we've said it a million times. If you feel the need to look through someone's text messages, honey, there's already a problem. Yeah. And you're going to find what... You're going to find You're going to find something. You, If you go looking for trouble, you're going to find mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just take that second. What am I really angry about? You know? Yeah. Again, go back to the dude at the bar. Okay. Instead of rushing to anger at her and being like, why are you talking to that dude? Right. Well, what are you really angry about there? Is it because there's a dude talking to her? Right. Okay, well, then that's on that dude. It's not like she started talking to him. So just take that minute and go, okay, well, that dude should probably just, like, 
not be talking to her. Maybe he doesn't realize she has a, a boyfriend. And then just go up, walk behind her, put your arm around her. Hey, babe, will you get me a, a shot of Fireball while you're up here? Well, and the, there's a million scenarios. Yeah. without getting anyone angry, yep. you know? Yep. There's a million scenarios that could be happening there. They could have went to high school together. They could have worked together exactly. five years ago. They could have, you know what I mean? There's a million right, different yeah. scenarios that, can, 100%. that exist in that moment that do not include... Him hit even your, him even hitting that could on be her. Your fucking cousin. Yeah, that could be your fucking cousin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like, and <laughs> then you would feel really stupid, and then you would look bad in front of her family. Oh, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so like, just don't rush to that anger. Like, identify what you're really mad about. Think about it and try to resolve it like a normal human being in a way that doesn't involve like getting angry. You know, again. Go up to her. Put her, your arm around her waist. You know, yeah. hey, babe, get me a shot of Fireball. Or, hey, like that immediately I, do you yeah. need another drink? Would you like to do a shot of Fireball? Like, any, or a honey, million. Or my tab. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or offer so. to buy the guy a drink. If, if you know, I mean, even if he is hitting on her, he's going to feel like an asshole. Or, or he, he didn't know either. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's. And that's just it. Is, yeah, he doesn't know that. Yeah, maybe he, he just doesn't know. And that's why, like, you know, doing the whole, like, you know, going up, putting your arm around her or something, like, that now identifies to that guy that she has a boyfriend without her having to have the uncomfortable, like, oh, my boyfriend's right over there Mm -hmm. thing or whatever, you know? Because then maybe he's going to be like, oh, I wasn't even hitting on you. I was just trying to be nice, you know? I mean, it's not like she's wearing a Brian's girlfriend shirt. Right. Yet. (laughs) Right. Amanda, we're looking at you. (laughs) I mean, I make shirts, too. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I know. But, you know, I mean, there's just (laughs) a million scenarios. But I feel like that a rational, jealous person immediately skips to he's trying to fuck her. Right. When there's, And I think that's one of the things that I give you credit for, because I know you say a lot that you're not jealous, you know, which you're not. No. You don't have those tendencies. But I think you have a very, uh, a brain that operates a little bit, and don't take this wrong, but when I say slower... It just goes, it just it thinks a little bit more logically and say, kind of like yeah, I was gonna say, takes things. Say calculate it instead of slower. Calculate it, <laughs> thank you. Not, not slower, but it doesn't rush to anything. Right. You know what I mean? It just operates at like a real even keel at all times. You logically think things out through a little bit more. And that's why you don't really have like really extreme emotions one way or the other about a lot of things. Yeah, because good point. you kind of like really internalize a lot of your process when you are, you know, going through things. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why you don't get mad because you do kind of take the time to go, okay, here's all of the possibilities of what this is, you know? Yeah. Good point. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, number two, the next thing that you can do is just talk to your partner. Uh you may notice I did not write communicate, right? <laughs> I was going to say, my second favorite C I did not word. Say, communicate. That's, <laughs> if I would have given that one to you, I would have said communicate. But talk to your partner, you know. It takes a lot of courage and vulnerability to admit that you're jealous, right? Yeah. No one wants to look that way or sound that way because it has a negative connotation. You know. So it's so, but it's so important to do so. I f- yeah, you know? and I feel like. This is a good way. If if you are jealous, if you think if you are suspicious, if you think that something's going on, this might be a good way to gauge their reaction. If you say, "Look, I get kind of jealous when we're at the bar and you're not sitting next to me. You always attract a guy, blah blah blah." If they get angry about that, that's a red flag. 
Right. Or, you know, and that's just it again to like, the, it takes courage to be vulnerable, right? Like, Nicole's a beautiful girl. And if you were seeing dudes hitting on her out of the bar all the time, you could just be like, hey, you know what? Like, I know guys hit on you all the time. I'm not the hottest guy in the room. And it kind of makes me feel self-conscious, like, when that happens. So if you just try to be more aware of that and like, you know, then any normal person would be like, oh my God, I totally get that. Hey, I'm flattered because die, I'm beautiful. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but B, and it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? I had never really thought about that, you know? But also tell them that you have a boyfriend after they buy you a drink. So my bar tab is cheaper. Yes, bingo. <laughs> For the record. Or, you know, have them buy you or be two. Like, I'm going to need two of those. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Going to need one for me and one for my man. Yep, thanks. Um, but, you know, okay, so it's important to do that, especially if you're feeling it regularly, right? Mm-hmm. Because jealousy can be a sign that trust has been broken in some way and you're not feeling safe. Again, going back to the fear of losing, you don't feel safe. You're not feeling secure about that relationship in some way. Right. So maybe there is something, if it's a pattern, that's causing that to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So if they really aren't cheating, then... Talking about it can identify whatever that was, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, maybe it's some situation where some girl did get in your DMs, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, she may act like it didn't really bother her. But then, like, if she's starting to then feel like that could kind of build and make other things, like, feel yucky, you know? Or when she says, I'm girl-braining, I'm girl-braining. You know what I mean? That is, like, the, okay, A, I fucking love, 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 Nicole, I love that so much. When you said that, it's like, it's the cutest way to just be like, hey, I'm totally girl-braining, and like, you know, sometimes I just feel insecure about X, Y, Z, and, you know, it's it's starting to sort of happen a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, can we maybe talk about a way that we can make that not happen anymore, or maybe find the root of what made you feel that way in the first place? Any good partner that you should be with is going to communicate that with you in a healthy way. If they get upset or defensive, then boom, that's your red flag that maybe they really are yeah. cheating. No, good point. So talking this shit out is the best thing that you can do because you're going to find your answer one way or the other. Agreed. All right. The other way that you can deal with it, the last way, last but probably most important, is skip mm-hmm. the accusations. Oh, my God. Yes. Do not just throw out anything. When, like we said, it could. there's a million of a million scenarios that are happening here. Maybe three of them involve this dude wanting to. F- Maybe three of them involve the per- your significant other wanting to fuck that person. We'll put it that way. And you're just gonna look stupid when they prove it. If they prove you wrong, right. you're gonna feel stupid. You're gonna look stupid, and they're going to second guess you. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So when you talk to your partner, it is important. It is important to craft the conversation to be about you and not them. Makes sense. Bingo. Bingo. I'm girl braining. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. And then you can talk about it from there, and it's it doesn't have to be about the other person. And what I mean, it is kind of important to know what I'm doing to make her girl brain. You yeah. know. Um. But starting with that makes it about her and how she's feeling, and not what you're that's doing. That's a great point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you spew the use saying accusatory things like you don't come home or you smell like this, it's only going to make them feel defensive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so when they get on that defensive, again, you're going to get that cue that there really is something right. wrong. 
Whereas if you make it about you and how you're feeling, they can be sympathetic to how you're feeling and as a loving partner want to change. 100%. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're not right about their behavior, right? That's true. Yeah. But if you, yeah, because you could be right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean, okay, it doesn't mean you're not right about their behavior. So A, you could be right about their behavior because they really are cheating, Mm -hmm. right? Or you could be right about their behavior But if you want to have a productive conversation about these things, going on the attack won't do you any favors. You know what I mean? You could be right about their behavior, but they aren't cognizant of Mm -hmm. it. You know, maybe they just didn't realize they were doing this. Or maybe there is an explanation that they just don't know that they need to reveal to you. So, you know, you could be right about the behavior, but it's getting to the root of changing that by having like a, a conversation where you're making it about you and your feelings and not, hey, this is what you're doing, attacking. Right. And again, I feel like that has to do with the perception, how you perceived the scenario and what happened. 100%. And not the not giving the other person the chance to uh, explain their actions or anything like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, when you've gone through this and, you know, there's some sort of jealousy issue that's occurred in your relationship, how do you rebuild your trust after that, right? It's important, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it's important to feel safe in a relationship. And the only way to do that is to set ground rules that both of you are happy with and then follow through on them so each partner can trust the other, right? Like, let's say, again, you know, like, okay, like, girls are always liking your Facebook profile picture or that, you know... Mm-hmm. only pictures that don't include Nicole or something. Okay. She can maybe say, hey, you know what? It kind of bothers me that that happens. Um, you know, then you can be like, hey, you know what? I get that. I'm going to change my profile picture to one that's you and me. So everybody knows. Like, you know what I mean? You re- you rebuild that trust by doing something to show your partner that you understand the way they're feeling and you're willing to make a change to help that not happen anymore. Yeah. And on the other hand, like, <clears throat> I can't control what other people do. You know right. what I mean? So oh, yeah, like yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, you know, it's just like to rebuild that trust a little bit. You know, absolutely. Like it would be important, you know, to show some sort of gesture, you know, like, again, if you're like one of these people that's like some dude that isn't willing to change your status to in a relationship. Okay, well, you can at least take off your single. Re- yeah. You know what I mean? Something to show a gesture of good faith. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Very good point. Mm-hmm. And that can also be honoring your word and being home on time, uh, FaceTiming from a hotel room, or explaining what happened when you're running late. Especially if you're Brian and you're at work all day, you can FaceTime from a hotel room <laughs> and show that you're watching Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lately, AMC has been my jam. They've got nothing but horror movies on. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. 24 they hours do. a day. Yeah. Hell yeah. They do the 31 days of Halloween or whatever. So. Oh, I love it. Also, we've been That's... watching the ABC Family one at work. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Which is basically just Hocus Pocus every day, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out with a sequel. I know. I can't wait. It's confirmed. Yeah. All right. So another thing you can do to rebuild your trust is don't secretly raid their stuff. Yeah. I think that's very important. Like... I Like I said, I've got a guilty conscience. I have nothing to hide. You really But I have a... I have a guilty conscience. And when you secretly go through my stuff, that that doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. You know? No. It's kind of not, taking not advantage all. of that. Yeah. 100%. So it is tempting to take a peek at your partner's phone while they're in the shower or log into their email while they're walking the dog. 
but it's never, ever, ever a good or smart idea. Again, if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. You're going to find it. And that's the thing that I was saying earlier. Like, I can't control what other people do. And I think I would be, you know, maybe before Nicole changed her profile picture, I would be stupid to think that there was not people getting into her DMs. Right. Because she's hot. Right. I mean... And she's a female, and it's I mean, fucking Facebook in 2020. Yeah, dudes were getting into the DMs, I'm sure of it. Right. And for me to get mad about that, that's stupid. Right. And if I go looking for something, and you know, I could sit sit there and read her reactions and all this other stuff, and I could get right. mad about how she didn't shoot him down right away, or blah, blah, or soon enough, or whatever, whatever. Right. But... It's not a smart idea. Exactly. Because it's not your business and it shows mistrust. And like I have a good example without getting too much into this of like one time that and this was like a long time ago where like I made the mistake of looking through a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking this is like like probably 20 years ago. OK. I, yeah. Or no, not even 20. I'm sorry. It was probably like 15 years ago. OK. So I was looking through the phone because I was like, it was a baby mama and I always kind of like the baby mama was hot. So I always like felt insecure about that. Right. And so I like was just quickly looking through it while I was in the shower or something and like totally read something out of context quickly because I'm scrolling through it quickly, you know, Mm because I know a dude showers like maybe three to five minutes maximum. Right. (laughs) Right. But I read something and like my, you know, I just saw words like, love you or something like that and it was like boom my brain went on fire right and i was like ah mm-hmm. you know so it was like i confronted him on it and that was really stupid because he's like um dumbass if you go back through it it says blah 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 you know and it's like okay so then we went back through it and i was like oh shit yeah that was really stupid i feel so dumb yeah that was so dumb and jealous and i'm telling you i've never looked through a phone since except except that one time where i did catch my ex cheating and i was not looking through the phone I was looking for his mom's phone number and it something right. popped up. So that was the only time, but I was not actively looking because after that moment, I just, I learned the hard way that if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. I misread into something that was totally innocent. And blew up about it. And blew and up then... about it. And then I looked stupid, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So just mm. don't do it. Don't do it. Well, and, and also I, I feel like even in a relationship, like people deserve their privacy. A hundred percent. That's your private. You, you deserve some semblance of your own private life. And if you don't trust that person, you shouldn't be with them. Exactly. And I don't mean, you know, it, if somebody's cheating on you, it's going to it's gonna blow up on them eventually. Oh, for sure. But yeah, you'll find out eventually. There's no... You know, and, and then maybe you could have, maybe you would have regrets and maybe I could have stopped this sooner and this and that and the other, but you can't control somebody else's actions. You can always per- email us and be like, Beth and Brian, am I crazy? This is what's going on. And we'll tell you. I mean, we have like, she should be in the FBI investigative division. Um, Bo? Oh yeah. I was just going to say, we have our own resources, professional yeah. private investigators who can yeah, help us with this? Case. Who will find that shit out? She set up. She had her friend like get into her boyfriend's DMs to mm-hmm. see if he would take the bait, and sure enough, he did. And uh, among, I mean, there's that whole episode of shit she yeah. did that was so smart. And that's not even the tip of the iceberg of stories we've heard from her on being fucking a brilliant private investigator. 
yeah. her talents are being <laughs> squandered on not taking that as a career. No doubt. But anyway, so the final thing that you can do if you're feeling jealous is just focus on self-care instead. Okay. Boom. Okay. Unless you're certain your partner is cheating, it's a smart move to try to shed the jealousy that's weighing you down. Otherwise, your partner may start to feel claustrophobic and eventually resentful over being controlled, especially if they're constantly foregoing hobbies and activities to try and keep your panic at bay. Holy shit, I can't say that enough, right? So right. If, if you're feeling jealous, if you're feeling insecure, if you're feeling, again, get to the root of what that problem is. Instead of accusing them, stop and think, why am I feeling this way? Are you feeling insecure because your girlfriend is extremely hot and you are like an average bearded looking dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe instead of getting mad, focus on self-care. Start going to the gym. Sure. Maybe hit the tanning bed a few times, Brian. I mean, um, whoever <laughs> we may be talking to. Whoever we could um, be randomly talking about. Right. Or go get a massage. You know You know what I love doing is going to the mall and getting those like $20 like back massages for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is the most fun thing to do in the world. And you can literally go and do it anytime. Is it is it very relaxing though? Because you're just really in the is. middle of the fucking walkway. Yeah, but you know what? It's weird because no, you're not the ones in the middle of the walkway. The little golden relax like spots. They're in every single mall. It's like its own okay. store. But they have like it's weird how you think it's really loud in the hallway, but then you go in there and they're like playing this music, and it's like you know the lights are dimmed, and it's surprisingly relaxing. Gotcha. I don't know how. Okay. They, I don't know what kind of vortex they put between the door and like. But yeah, it literally is. It's actually very relaxing. And it's like $20. Go, girl, go spend $20 on that. Or, you know, like, I don't know, go get a haircut or something fun. Like, spoil yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a million things that you can do to make yourself feel better to get to the root of the problem, which is your own insecurity or fear of losing because of your, you know, inferiority complex. Change the inferiority, you know? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I like it. Cool. So that was Jealousy. I think that was a very well-written episode, Beth. Thank you. Thank you. You you are quite welcome. There was a lot of things that came out in that that were pretty good. It reminds me, like, my ex-wife, yeah. This was, like I said, this was all of it rolled up into an ugly ball of a person. I think we've all experienced this, like, insanely jealous person before. Yeah, it's it's not fun. It is not fun. No. Nobody wants it. Um, also, you know, I feel like you can you can talk to your partner if you're not the jealous party. Talk to the partner and be like, "Hey, I think you're being a little jealous for no reason. Do we need to talk about this?" Yeah, don't be afraid uh, to be the one to bring it up. Yeah, because if I, I mean, it's I I feel like it's going to be harder for the person who is jealous to bring it up mm-hmm. and to admit their insecurities. Yeah. It might just be easier to say, hey, you seem a little jealous lately. What's going on? Is there something I can do? You know, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. That's a good point that we didn't bring up yet. So good yeah. job, Ryan. Also, I want to say that, I mean, there's the saying that, like, the jealous party is the guilty party. Do you find that to be yes. true? Yes. Yes. 100%. Okay. 100%. Mm-hmm. And so they might actually start to get suspicious that you're doing something wrong. Yeah. They're... Um, what do you want to call it? Their dark secrets are manifesting as... Mm-hmm. They're projecting. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Entirely possible. 
Also, Nicole, I would like to apologize for using you so heavily <laughs> as examples. It's, I know you have a lovely Frank... relationship, and there's nothing about any of those that was a degree of truth, but except the hot bar, you are very hot. But anyway, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, so my apologies in advance. Thank you for letting me use yeah. you as a uh, fictional example. So, okay. Anyway. Next week, the, the show will be called Frank and Beans and Nicole. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it won't really be, but... Right, you know. <laughs> Right. We might have to start paying our royalties of some sort if we ever get sponsors. So, um, yeah, we don't make money doing this. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's for funsies mostly. Mm. Okay. Um, are you ready, Brian, for the what the Frank Tinder profile of the week? I do believe that I am. I I didn't really read through this one, but I got it saved for some reason, Go right? For it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Stephanie. She is 38, and she is only five miles away. Um, she is a respiratory therapist at hospital. Like, <laughs> Okay. I don't even know how you got that on there, but all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. And if you're just going to say hospital, I why anyway? I thought you were the respiratory For... therapist at the Golden Relax down at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <clears throat> All right. First things first is what she says. I practice ethical non-monogamy. I hate this. Why is this one out of every four fucking people? Well, you know, here's the thing. I. Oh. Drink. Always. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. But here's the thing. How can you be single and practice practice ethical non-monogamy? You're fucking single. Did she say Monogamy? she was single? Well, she's on Tinder. No, there are t- how many fucking oh, people are not single on Tinder? That's that's a good point. But I do hate when I see people that are are single and they are they're. Um, this is like the polyamorous thing to the person that we knew was like, mm, don't you have to be in a relationship to be polyamorous? Don't you have to be in two relationships to be poly? Maybe even one level. <laughs> at least one poly means means many so like mm-hmm. don't you have to be an ah relationship right <laughs> don't i need to own ah gun right. i don't even yeah that's like saying i'm a respiratory therapist because i fucking breathe no girl you know <laughs> let's see what else she okay. says she okay. says if that's an issue please swipe left okay way ahead of you Steph. <laughs> I'm going to screenshot it first, though, because we got a podcast segment to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, honesty, comma, nerdy, comma, kinky, comma, hardworking mom, comma. I don't have a lot of free time, but love to hang out when I can. Okay, then how do you have so much time for more than one? I don't get it. Right. I don't get it. Okay, go ahead. Not looking for a serious relationship, but also not looking for random hookups. Stop. What? Then what the fuck are you looking for, Stephanie? A plumber? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. This is not Angie's list, Stephanie. Get right. it right. Did you go know to care.com? Because a babysitter is the only thing I can see you have a need for at this point. Oh, God. Okay, moving on. I don't drink for medical reasons, but I don't mind if you do. Goodbye. Uh, no, I do, I do know that there are some people who don't for medical reasons. Like, my friend Amanda has epilepsy, and she literally can't drink. 
That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there are people who, okay, fine, medical reasons, that's cool. But also, you're probably not the person for me. No, probably. Yeah, I don't care if you do. It's like, no, that's never going to work out. <laughs> Trust me. No. Because you're going to hate me after like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And also, that means like. I drink she's, every she's, day. <laughs> right. She's assuming like we have two or three beers two right. or three times a week. And it's like, uh. Ooh, Get home. Mm. Yeah. Two or three hangovers a week. Yeah, right. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> um, I love to laugh and have long, in-depth conversations. Okay. I have a morbid sense of humor. Okay. And, and I know and know. Wait. Let me read this the way that it's written and not think about it. Okay. And know way too many random facts. Okay. Two is spelled wrong. Oh, no, T-O-O. It's, it, it's T-O. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you, you may know too many random facts, but not too many grammars. <laughs> not grammar facts. I'm guessing not right. facts about the English language. Right. And then she finishes with, message me, let's get to know each other. Which I hate that the because it's like... The fucking thing. Yeah, we get how this works. Also, like, we have to match first, and then I can message you. Right. Did we forget about that little... Message me and get to know each other. Yeah, you know, like, fucking dating. Right, but also I can't just message you. We have to match. There has to be a match. Stephanie, what Mm. the frank? What the frank? Okay. (laughs) Are you ready to meet Ryan? Okay, yeah. I think I am. (laughs) Arguably one of the most blatant offenders of everything that we ever talk about. I can't wait. Ryan is 33. He is a truck driver and forklift operator. Okay. A straight man who lives in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, you've already moved your... Yeah, you know I have. (laughs) Ryan, the entire reason we know each other is because I do this shit on the advance, okay? That is fair. He is into... So I don't know if you... You haven't been on Tinder lately, Brian, so I will tell you that they now have this little thing where you can select things that you're into and it pops up. Okay. So he has the little working out one. He has tattoos, mental health awareness, football, and gamer as like the things he's into, right? Okay. okay. Kind of okay. cool. Okay. Until. <laughs> <laughs> the very first thing that he says is, prove to me that all girls aren't terrible scumbags that want to use me and fuck me over. Stop. No. It is no one's responsibility to heal the fucking damage that you dealt with one time in your fucking life. Okay. You need. To, you can go to therapy for that. Yeah. Go pay somebody for yep. that. You know how you talk about don't mental com- health awareness? Yeah. <laughs> don't like come a- to fucking Tinder with that bullshit. Stop mm-hmm. right there. Right. I hate when I see that. Prove to me. No. Prove to you. I don't have to. I don't have to prove to you shit. Okay. Also, That's not record, my fucking job. Brian, Ryan is a big boy. Okay. He's a big boy. And okay. uh, the fact that he says working out is mm, uh, about to be about to be disproven in just a moment, but we'll get there. And also, okay. like, okay, so prove to me all girls aren't terrible scumbags. Uh, Ryan, for a guy who's not the best looking guy on the block, I don't think that's the best way to start it out because no one needs to prove shit to you. Okay, absolutely. Okay. And also to throw in the fact that like 
girls just want to fuck him? Like, he's the hottest fucking thing around? Oh, no, fuck around? him over. Use me and fuck Oh, me fuck over. him over. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And to say terrible scumbags, that's really aggressive. Okay. Ooh, yes it is. Yeah, okay. So he goes on to say, 5'9", Scorpio, introvert, nude, t- nerd, sorry, not nude. <laughs> nerd, <laughs> tattoos, bipolar. Whoa, okay, that's an interesting one to throw in there. Anxiety, oh. hold on. <laughs> okay. Time out. Honest, chubby. You know, he, um, with 5'9", and Scorpio... Those are two already bad. Already bad. Already Already left. Already Already left. If you made it past the terrible scumbags, and then once you got to five nine, like it's tender. You can say you're six feet. Right. Introverts (laughs) fine. Introverts fine. We know that you're probably going to have to get a little conversation out of you. But again, he says tattoos again. So you already said that at the beginning. It's a waste of fucking characters. Bipolar. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that is a lot for the first. And then anxiety on top of that. Whoa. And then honest. Yeah, we fucking get it. <laughs> and then chubby. It's like, yeah, we can see your fucking pictures, Ryan. We get the chubby thing. Okay. Then he goes on to say, weight loss surgery soon. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't. So, again, the working out thing, probably not true because you're just getting a weight loss surgery and not going to the right. working it out. Okay. So, again. And that's a dog on this guy. But, like, right. weight loss surgery is not working out. No, it's that not. T- no, it's two not. different things. If you were into working out, you wouldn't be having weight loss surgery. Okay. I'll get back to that in a second. I'll get back to okay. that in a second. Because you know what? Well, no, I'll just touch on it now. You know how I have a theory where I've said, like, people are like, I'm a fitness work in progress. I, you know. Uh, Perfect. Okay. Yeah. No, no. But you know how I've said people say that? That's because they're mm-hmm. shooting their shot too high. If you, They know that they are bigger than they want to be. And they mm-hmm. know that they want to be getting people who are, like, where if you're not there yet, don't be like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the attractive that you want me to be soon. Okay, either be who right. you are right now, or you know what I mean. Someone should accept you for who you are right now. If mm-hmm. you're making a point to say I'm gonna be skinnier soon, that is not only just doing yourself a complete disservice because you're making it look like looks is all you care about. You are trying to set up an unrealistic expectation for someone else. And yes. B, you're shooting. Again, this is like you're not getting the girls. What When someone puts that in, my entire theory is the only people that are swiping on them are people that they think aren't good enough for them. So that they're like, sense. if I start shooting my shot higher, but I mention that I'm on a fitness journey or whatever or weight loss surgery soon, then people might mm, maybe they'll consider me. No, either get done with your weight loss journey or mm-hmm. expect people to accept you for who you are, period. I feel like that's great advice. Yeah, okay. So, then he goes on to say, living, <laughs> um, weight loss surgery soon, living with family until that's taken care of. Mom's basement? Yeah, until oh. that's taken care of. Like, that's the reason oh. why he's living with his parents. Oh. I just feel like that's not true, Ryan. <laughs> Because no one prepares for weight loss surgery by moving with their family. I know someone who had weight loss surgery. The time to recover is two weeks. And she took a couple weeks off of work. But she had no problem just living at home by herself. She did not have to move in with her parents for any reason. Right. Okay. And I mean, that that two weeks is like so you don't strain yourself and and rip things that are held together by stitches, you know. But you know what? Just go home and relax. Mom doesn't need to take care of you, okay? 
Um, Mom, meatloaf. Right. <laughs> Mom's not cooking you anything. You're not allowed to eat jack shit after you get that surgery. So please, stop right. lying. Okay. Fuck your hookup. I want a relationship, but not one forced or rushed into. Ryan, why do you think that any girl is just going to hook up with you and never talk to you again? Let's go through the list. Lives in mom's basement. Chubby. 5'9". These are all great Bipolar, things. Bipolar. Anxiety. Scorpio. Thinks girls are scumbags. No one is rushing a relationship no with you, Ryan. No one's hooking up with you, Ryan. Okay. Oh, and then are you ready for it? You want to take a wild guess what he says at the end. I'm an open book. Ask me anything. If we match, ask me anything. I'm an open book. Ding, 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 ding. Brian, you got it. You won. I am so glad. Like, I am. You knew it. You fucking knew it. I I need a I need chips or coins or something. Like I am eight months off of Tinder and I have never felt better. You should get a chip, honestly. I have Beth to thank. I have this podcast to thank. Like You're welcome. I am so glad that I am not a part of that bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. Anymore. Hell yeah. Ugh. Okay. So Ryan, what the Frank? What the Frank? Ryan, like too many overshares. So much oversharing. Your personal opinions, like, come on, dude. Like, not all women are scumbags, and it's not their job to fucking prove you wrong. It sounds like he has a lot to fucking work out in therapy before he is ready to be on Tinder. 100%. And I feel like this guy, did we do like, did we put him into a category where it's like, woe is me, come take care of me? I know that women are nurturers. We did. It was, remember the episode that we talked about, uh, we were like categorizing these people? Yeah, step up your standards. Yeah, yeah. The step Mm -hmm. up your standards episode, it was like, there was one where they were like, it was the prove me wrongs and the I don't even know I'm on here. This is bullshit. It was like they were attacking women. I'll have to I'll correction corner myself next week. But there there was a category for that specifically. Yeah, I, I want to say it was the um, oh god, it was like the reverse. Wait, I bet I can um, look it up really quick. Hang on. Damn it! I can look it up really quick. Okay, do you want to move on to? We'll trade out crushing and dumping while I look this up. So you do the crush. Okay. I, I mean, to be fair, I'm kind of crushing on both of them. Yeah. I'm sort of low-key crushing on both of them, but we'll get to that. Okay. So our first crush is going to be for female celebrities. Yeah. For cre- yes. For creating the trend of using bikini-clad photos of themselves to encourage voting. 100%. USA. 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 So, Kylie Jenner did it. Zoe uh, Kravitz did it. Oh, Whoa. she is like... Yes, she is. Uh, and Lisa, you're going to help... Oh, who's Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna. Rinna. I don't know she's who like that is. She's like a real housewife of Beverly Hills, but she's like mega hot. Oh, she's Harry Hamlin's wife. Okay. I'll have to look that up. I, I still don't know. She's a babe. Um, she's Babe Hamlin yeah. again. Like, whoa. Her bod is insane. But it resulted in a 1,500% increase at vote.org's registration site holy shit that's big <laughs> okay i'm sorry i just found the label <laughs> but yes that is, is that? big that is big okay yeah it's huge let me just let me say this really quick it was the undercover incels <laughs> yes 
One hundred percent. That is Ryan. It's true. That's Ryan. Ryan's an undercover insult. Okay, so back yeah. to the lovely ladies. Yeah. Yes. Fifteen hundred percent. Fifteen hundred. That is awesome. And voter registration increase because female celebrities are like, get out there and fucking vote, people. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I love that. So great. I love it. I love people using their celebrity in a good way, not to just be like, oh, I like, oh my God, like fucking Charles in charge. Ah, Scott Baio. Scott Baio. Uh Okay, I'm changing dumping to Scott Baio. Okay. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, by the way, We'll do we'll do the second crushing in a second because yeah you're right it's more of a question. yeah but okay fucking <laughs> Scott Bayo remember Charles and Charge Scott Bayo from the eighties who mm-hmm. by the way no one's fucking heard of since the eighties right well right. he is a major Donald Trump fan right he is him and Dean Kane okay yeah again someone no one's heard of since the fucking eighties and no one cares about what you think anyway so he literally went on record saying uh to to Joe Biden supporters. If you guys want civil war, remember who has all the guns. Scott Bayo! Scott Bayo! Scott Bayo! Are you even still alive? Who no one cares what you think. And you're gonna fucking remember all the guns, people? Like the fucking white supremacists don't already like have enough encouragement from Donald Trump. You're gonna say you want civil war, remember all the guns. No one wants civil war, you fucking idiot, for starters. Right. Second of all, Scott Bayo, who are you? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, Scott Bayo. Someone said, yeah. one of my comedian friends made a really funny joke after the last dumb thing he said. It was like, Scott Bayo's face looks like something. And I didn't stop laughing about it for like two days. I'm going to have to go back and see who it was. <laughs> I feel like it may have been Lauren Campbell. God bless her. Anyway, so <laughs> fuck Scott Bayo. Uh, We're dumping him. It's not you. It's. It is not us. It's you. You fucking twat. Right. You know what? I'd like to add another crushing while we're here. Okay, let's do it. Because it kind of got brought up. And I, I know when this happened, I was lighting up your phone on Sunday Funday Football. And I was like, oh my God, Beth, are you seeing this? My crush is going to be on the Proud Boys. Not the racist gun-toting ones. The fucking... But the- Oh my God! The gay men of America for taking the gay back community. the fucking, uh, by taking back the hashtag Proud Boys, just like oh, they took a cue from the Asian teenagers shit. of K-pop, who took back. Uh, what did they take back? They took back hashtag White Lives Matter. K-pop uh-huh. fans took back White Lives Matter because they knew that their millions and millions and millions of people were so many that they got together and said, hey, let's use our numbers for good and start hashtagging everything about our fucking boy band K-pop crushes with White Lives Matter <laughs> and took that shit back. And it was goddamn hilarious. Like yes. millions of dumb redneck idiots got outsmarted by Asian teenagers. And I fucking love them for it. Okay. Uh, yeah. This is the same thing. It's Proud Boys. Same thing with Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Uh, gay men took Proud Boys back mm. by hashtagging everything gay and fabulous with hashtag Proud Boys. I fucking love it. As if I didn't already love gay men enough. Okay. Yes, queens. Right? Like. Queen. I mean, K-U-E-E-N. Yes, queen. <laughs> also, like when, also want to throw 2020 in couldn't get yeah. When 2020 couldn't get any worse, mm-hmm. it was just like, Boom. Also, Proud Boys, yeah, Pete, taking it Pete over. Pete Buttigieg had a real good one the other day, too. I'm trying to remember what it was. Where, like, it would think it was, like, after the vice presidential debate where someone was trying to be like, 
uh, well, what about like when so and so said this? And then Pete Buttigieg is like, well, if we want to go on a fucking history mission of lies and deceit, and then just like fucking clap back so hard, it was like, yeah, Pete Buttigieg, no one's really thought about you since the fucking, um, what do you call it, the primaries? Uh-huh. But way to come back in the nick of time and save it, Queen. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of gay men who are wonderful. Okay. So I think that's enough crushes, but we will leave the last one for the Taliban, <laughs> which, right. which hear me out, everyone. The, right. the last crush this week is to the Taliban for endorsing presidential candidate and king fuckwad Donald Trump publicly. <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> this is hilarious. I mean, it is so great. The amount of PR that has come in is like, no, 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 no. We don't want that endorsement. And they're like, yes, 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 yes. Everyone vote for <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> it's so great. What a, oh. what a time to be alive. <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty fitting. It is very yeah, and and that shows you your fucking audience, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I, I've seen a meme floating around, and I love it. There's this like attractive country girl holding a M16 or probably an AR15 and a Bible, and then right next to it is a Middle Eastern woman holding the Quran and an AK47. <laughs> Oh my god you have to send that to me <laughs> and it I, I forget what it says it says something close to um american christianity is starting to look a lot like a radical middle east oh my god that's it's hilarious. fucking great i love it i love it mm. i love it so if much. more priests would have sex on altars with dominatrixes dominatrixes i Listen, don't even get me started on the great things that the universe is bringing back to us at the end of this year, like Donald Trump getting coronavirus, okay? <laughs> hail Rona! Ugh. We haven't said it in a while, but hail Rona. That's hail Rona. Also, he's like having, he also had a fucking, <laughs> he had a fucking rally at the largest retirement community in America after he was diagnosed with COVID. Right. So, okay, Donald Trump, you need to tell me. That you are literally going to a place where the majority of your, uh, where the majority of your voters are like, they're probably mostly your supporters, right? But you're bringing mm-hmm. a deadly virus to the most vulnerable population of your own voters. And no, carry Wait on. Wait a minute. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> I was going to say something. I was, just, checking. Something, I was but... just doing a little inventory. I was just doing a little inventory. <laughs> yikes. Yikes, almighty. Perfect. Nope, carry on, everyone. Mm. <laughs> so great. Keep, so keep great. doing what you're doing. 2020, you are really taking a hard left, and I'm so here for it. I feel like it's just going to get worse. No, it's not. It's turning around, Brian. I mean, I feel like there's been some good turning points here at the end. But um, the only I, way I, I, we can make 2020 turn around is to get out there and vote. I voted today. North Carolina early voting started today. So get to your poll and vote. Get it. Get it. That is the way that we change this and we make 2020 turn around. So get out and vote, friends. I like it. Or you know what we can say? Hmm. Get out there and vote, you little Franks and Beanies. And that can be our sign Ooh, I like that. All right. So get out there and vote, you little Franks and Beanies. And get out there and vote, you little Franks and Beanies.